Now, being as though this is a very, very, I'm not even going to say fairly short. This is just a straight up short ass trailer, people. This shit is 38 seconds long. So I don't know what they crammed into, you know, what type of teaser imagery they crammed into this. And I know normally I don't like to react to trailers, you know, this, uh, that are this short, man, in, in, in content, because like I said, and I've been saying this a lot recently, I don't like to do filler episodes, quote unquote, but, um, you know, I'm not passing up an opportunity to let you guys know my thoughts or, um, react to anything dealing with the crow. Now we know the history of the crow, man. We know the late, great Brandon Lee, God rest his soul. We know he is the epitome of the crow. We know you have Vincent Perez in the crow city of angels. You had Eric Mabius in the crow salvation. You had Edward Furlong. <laughs> you had Edward Furlong, man, uh, in the crow wicked prayer. And you know, there was, there were a bunch of casting choices that never fell through with this movie. Uh, you know, Bradley Cooper was supposed to play the crow at some point. He dropped out. I don't know if it was creative differences, scheduling conflicts, whatever the case may be. You know, you had Luke Evans who I wasn't a fan of his casting, but I remember after seeing, what is that movie called? No One Lives. I was 100% sold that he could play Eric Draven. Then they casted Jason Momoa. And a lot of people weren't down with that casting. But I'm like, nah. I said, Jason Momoa, after how badass he was in Aquaman, I could I could see him pulling it off. You know, just being this big brute version of Eric Draven we never saw before. But, you know, that that movie never fell through either. And, you know, if you guys want to check it out, I, I this is another episode I did pretty fairly early on um where i was talking about is it a, is it a curse set with this whole crow property man because every single time ever since you know for the uninitiated brandon lee was you know tragically killed on the set of the first movie but they had to finish the you know they didn't have to but they decided you know for his sake and how engulfed he was in that role and for the greater good of the, of the, of the film itself they decided to finish the movie man and it is it is a certified classic I almost said cult classic but it's a certified classic man it's one of the best and darkest you know superhero comic book movies you're ever going to get now you one could make the comparison to call him an anti-hero doesn't matter hero still goes on I feel like still definitely goes on the crow um as a character because he's it's such a tragic figure man at any time you know whether it's a Eric Draven, whether it's Alex Corvin or whatever his name was in the second movie, these guys really go through some shit to, you know, to get their comeuppance and to get, you know, the exact vengeance on these characters. But, you know, we've got a we've got a fan film, people. This actually I just saw it in my news feed on Facebook uh, today from Arrow in the Head. But this shit actually dropped yesterday because on YouTube, it says one day ago. So I guess I'm a day late. You know, I can never be on be as on point as I want to be. But better late than never, man. Now, um, I'm actually going to jump into the article a little bit because I didn't really get a chance to to read it. I just checked it out for a second. And then when I saw Crow, you know, fan film, I jumped on it. I didn't know it was going to be this short, man. So hopefully it's enough that'll make me you know, stretch the time out a little bit. I don't want like a five minute episode, but the article says it says, so this is pretty cool. A new fan film for the cult classic. The, how'd they call it a cult classic? And I tried to avoid it. Anyway, it says a new fan film for the cult classic. The crow is on the way from a dedicated group of fans simply called crow seemingly a reverse of the common tactic of add the to names to, to differentiate them a la the Batman or the predator. We, we get what they're doing. And um, let's see here. Let's finish this article up a little bit. It says a dreamlike. This is basically the synopsis. It says a dreamlike yet chillingly vivid 
or oh i thought it said origin sorry about that original story we follow dean an ordinary detroit man who awakens in the trunk of a junkyard car after a costume party on halloween that left his lover shot in an alleyway in the trek to recover his memories dean finds himself on a collision course with the men responsible that is as inevitable as death itself directed and edited by matt zackle I really hope I'm saying that guy's last name right. An executive produced by Justin Maine, who executive produced Detroit, Eternal Code, and Road Runner. Now, being as though this is 38 seconds long, I do kind of want to be wild. I wanted, you know, I want to get a little goosebumps because I, I love this character, man. You know, whether the movies are bad, there's just something about a tragic, uh, just damn near brooding character like, uh, like the crow itself and there's been a whole bunch of spinoffs in the in the you know in the comic book world of you know there's a female version of the crow which i've always wanted to see i can't wait until they do that and i really hope nobody bitches and complains about that like it wasn't an actual thing because you know once they gender swap um beloved characters they're going to be like oh the crow was never a chick and then people are going to have to do their research and feel salty as shit when they realize that the crow was once a girl in the comics but Without further ado, people, let's jump into this brief-ass trailer for the fan film simply titled Crow. Let's see what we got here. Let's see what we got here. Shit looks like Gotham. I was just watching Batman Begins. It looks like Gotham. His makeup is is different, man. Now I don't know if it was like that in some versions of the comics. The, the intensity on that guy at the end of the trailer. First of all, I said it looked. It reminded me of Batman Begins. Uh, it looks the city looks like Gotham because we know how the city looked in the first movie. It was very much like a like a a, a way more twisted. Uh, setting that tim burton would come up with but that's you know shout out to alex proyas who directed the movie i'm not sure who did the cinematography on the first movie but it's very different it looks way more modern the city's not on fire the skyline's not red from the city being on fire there's not a bunch of you know well we don't know what the villains are going to look like but um i do like the cinematography i do it, it doesn't look cheap overall from the 38 seconds they gave me um just the, just the shot at the end of that movie. Now, I don't know if I'm just like a Batman fanning out right now, but he kind of looked like in, in a split second, he kind of looked like um, Robert Pattinson with crow makeup on. But this makeup, I don't know, man, it's is I'm not going to lie the, it while this, this actor does look intense just in the little bit of seconds they gave him on screen. Um, it. It's something I'm gonna have to get used to with this makeup. I'm I'm used to the crow's makeup being a certain type of way. You know, I even tried to adjust as bad as the movie was, the fourth movie, The Crow Wicked Prayer, when um you know Edward Furlong played Jimmy Cuervo. He you know, he did his crow makeup with fucking uh I think it was like white paint and Sharpie marker. Like it wasn't originally Sharpie marker. It's like, come on, dude. Like you're not even you just found that somewhere on the floor somewhere and no, nah, man, but um, it's nothing that'll make or break 
the entire fan film for me. As long as it's good, I'm mad that we didn't get a glimpse of the villains. Like, are we going to see, um, like, are these villains going to be on the level of the first movie? Are they going to be, like, on the level of the second movie? The third movie, the, the majority of the villains, actually all of the villains were, like, they were, like, dirty cops and detectives and, like, um, I don't, I don't want to say they were lawyers or any, or attorneys or anything like that, but all of those guys, you know, they were suit and tie type of guys who were all dirty and all a part of that scheme. And then the fourth movie, they were just like cult members and shit. They were just out of their minds, cutting hearts out and all that stupid shit. But I'm, I'm wondering what type of villains, um, this fan film is going to have because, you know, the crow is one thing. Of course, that's what I want to watch this, this fan film for, of course. But, um, you need good villains, man. And I feel like the villains in the first movie are very hard. Even the villains in the second movie are kind of decent. Iggy Pop and damn, God rest her soul. I can't remember the actress's name who played Trini from the Power Rangers. She was one of the villains. Uh, Thomas Jane is one of the villains in it. But the first set of villains are very hard to top. Michael Massey and the gang, you know, Tintin, Fun Boy, um, What's the guy's name? What is the guy's name? T-Bird and Skank. Those are very hard villains to top. So hopefully they took notes from at least the first two movies and not so much, even though I don't hate the third movie, but not so much the third and the fourth one, especially not the fourth one. Hopefully they took notes, but I'm actually, y'all already know, I am tuning into this again right now because I don't think I missed anything, but it's kind of like you could release this this could be like a theatrical teaser. I'm not even gonna lie. It looks it looks that well done. It's not giving you too much. I'm pretty sure that guy is like a detective or something. That guy, man. I, look, man, I don't know who that actor is, but he's about to whoop somebody's ass. He's he's about to, you know, I don't know what he's about to do to the person that he is, like, just looking so frustrated at. Or maybe he's just looking in the mirror like, damn it, I fucked all this makeup up from sweating. Like, I don't know what he is just so, like, just breathing so heavily and just, like, he looks intense, man. Like, that's how you, that's really how you should end a teaser trailer for something like the crow don't don't give me too much but then the other spoiled fan part of me is just like you didn't give me enough but no nah, i'm actually going to be cool with that being as though this is a 38 second long trailer and it actually it actually makes me want to uh want to read up on the, the people that wrote directed and produced and and that are starring in this i might do that asap right after i you know upload this episode but um yeah, man, uh, you know, it, it looks decent. I'm, you know, I'm not going to jump for joy and run for the hills and, and spread the word all around, you know, spread the gospel and be like an evangelist and shit and be like, yo, crow, y'all got to see that shit. But no, I will say, like, if somebody was to ask me about it, I would say, yeah, it, it definitely looks like it's going to be well made. And again, man, this is a shout out to all the, you know, the people that the, the true fans that make the fan films out there, because we know Hollywood's in the fucking dumps right now. Everything's getting pushed back. So the fan films are really all we have to hold on to as far as, um, you know, 
movies sometimes you know if it's not on a streaming service i'm checking for fan films that's just how it is man i've come across some really good ones and y'all know that man halloween night um if likes could kill never hike alone uh gambit play for keeps i've i've run into a lot of great fan films man and i i have nothing but the utmost respect for these guys for actually caring about you know caring about the property they're not doing it for a cash grab they're not even really doing it for money at all but you know uh, by some given luck, a lot of them happen to get picked up and they, a lot of them uh, filmmakers and writers and actors, they get noticed because of their fan films, man. They deserve it, man. Well done for them. Also, I didn't even mention, man, uh, another good uh, fan film is actually, I know I said this before, is uh, one, uh, one called The Night. Uh, the the night he came home or no, it's called He Came Home. There's another one called Hawkins. Those are both Halloween based um fan films and there's another one and i every time i try to point this out and say the name i always get it fucked up but there's a texas chainsaw massacre fan film out there people i'm telling you that is as close to the essence of the original 1974 classic as you're going to get i think it's called texas chainsaw massacre last last rolling last roll up at the roundup grill or something like that i'm telling y'all man the people out there that that's that sounded familiar to y'all know exactly what i'm talking about but Safe to say, man, the fan films are where it's at. And again, a big shout out to these guys that are giving us this Crow fan film, man, because this the Crow is definitely one of those properties where I can appreciate it so, so much more. And this is no diss to Marvel or DC, but it's like I can appreciate it so much more when, um, you know, when my heroes are dark. You know, I, I like, a you know, even though I said no diss to Marvel, I like the Blade movies because they're dark. I like things like... Um, even though it's goofy, it's dark in tone, uh, kick-ass, The Crow. Even something like Death Sentence seems like it's along the lines of of The Crow because it's um you know it's a it's a movie about a vigilante. You know it's a it's a tragic uh, character. You know who's who's who has nothing left to do but exact revenge. Man, I can appreciate the darker toned. You know um even the way that this new Batman movie looks. And I know I'm kind of contradicting myself because I just said no diss to DC or Marvel, but basically i just love i love the dark shit man i don't mind it at all if you want to take it to the extreme and just be as 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 uh melancholy and just depressing and dark as you can as long as this is really well character driven i can deal with it man so you know i'm actually i'm actually looking forward to this man i do need more so um if you directors out there hopefully y'all have instagram pages because i will be tagging y'all to this post man and um you know, hopefully we get another trailer and we get a little bit more, man. I don't want to spoil the entire fan film because I, I, who knows? It might be 30 minutes, might be 45 minutes, might be an hour and a half. I don't know. But I'm just appreciative that we're getting something with the crow involved in it. So that being said, people, y'all already know what to do. And if y'all don't, y'all can follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and Radio Public. As always, shout out to Anchor, man. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Romero Tudor. Follow the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. It is Maniac Monday, people. So, again, big shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. And last but not least, man, shout out to the Tudor reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there. I'm telling you. 
telling you, I check the numbers every day, multiple times every day, actually, because I'm just an overthinker like that. But I see y'all still tuning in, man. I see every time, a, you know, an episode goes up a notch or maybe two notches or whatever, however many times y'all listen to it in a day. Pay attention to everything, man. And I definitely appreciate the love and support y'all show. And y'all already know, man, I show the love and support to y'all back tenfold. So with that being said, people, yours truly, Romero Tudor, another episode of Tudor Reviews in the can. I'll check y'all on the next one.